Hi, this is Dan. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I trust that it will encourage you and build your faith. If you'd like to connect with us further, our website is revivalnow.com, and you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Revival Now Dan Steep. We have the Revival Now app that you can download at your Play Store, and if you use Roku, you can find us on Creo TV. Enjoy the podcast and share it with a friend. Hi, welcome to this episode. I'm Dan Steep, and this episode is being brought to you by Valara with Active Pure Technology. If you'd like to know how you can get an FDA-approved NASA-used technology in your home, business, or car that reduces 99% of airborne and surface pathogens, including mold, fungus, bacteria, including staph, and viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, email info for Valara at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me in this episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, false teachings about healing. Uh, many people could be healed, but they're not healed because of the false teaching that they receive concerning healing. You see, if you believe things that are not true, if you believe lies or false teaching concerning healing, then there's no way for you to stand in faith for your healing if what you've been taught is that God uh, wants you to be sick or uh, it's His plan for your life or something like that. So as we get into this study about false teachings about healing, we're going to, I'm just going to talk about uh, four words uh, and kind of break those words down because they're key words that uh, are often misused, misquoted, misapplied, uh, misunderstood uh, as it relates to our physical healing in our body. So that first word is afflictions. Afflictions. The psalmist said in Psalm 34, verse 19, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Now, some people equate an affliction with a sickness, but it's really not a good understanding of the word. It doesn't say many are the sicknesses and physical disabilities of the righteous. It says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, first of all, and that the Lord delivers him out of them all. What does the word affliction mean? I can tell you this, it does not mean sickness, it does not mean disease, it does not mean physical disabilities, it means trials, hardships, persecutions, temptations. Trials, hardships, persecutions, temptations, not sickness, disease, or physical disabilities. The prophet Isaiah, God spoke through the prophet Isaiah in, in Isaiah 53, verse 5. He says, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. 
The psalmist said in Psalm 103, verses 2 and 3, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. What are his benefits? He forgives all your iniquities, and he heals all your disease. That is God's benefits that we're encouraged not to forget. He'll heal your every sin, and he'll heal your every disease. That's what it says. He heals all your diseases. This is the message of substitution. That God put our, our iniquity upon Christ, and he put our disease, our sickness on Christ. He bore them, took them to the cross as the sinless, pure, spotless substitute for our sin and our sickness. And what God put on Jesus, Satan cannot put on you because it has been put on your substitute. Christ didn't bear our trials, our persecutions, our hardships, troubles, or temptations. He did, he did bear our sickness. He did bear our sin. He did bear our diseases, our physical disabilities. So the moment you, that you believe that Jesus bore your sins, now you can be saved. Because now you believe in him as your savior. And the moment you believe, the same way that you believe that he bore your sins and therefore you can be saved, now the moment that you believe that he bore your sicknesses, like the Bible says that he did, now you're in a position to be healed. It's very important to understand what affliction is and what it is not. Afflictions are trials, hardships, persecutions, and temptations, not sickness, disease, and physical disabilities. In uh, James chapter 5, verses 13 and 14, is any among you afflicted? What's the prescription for that? Let him pray. Is any merry or happy? Let him sing psalms. So the prescription for afflictions trials, persecutions, temptations, is pray. Now he goes on to say in verse 14, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. If you're afflicted, pray. If you're sick, call the elders. Let them lay hands on you, anoint you, and pray for you to be healed. So that's the first word, affliction. Next word, next important word, as we think about false teachings about healing, is the word chastisement. Chastisement. Hebrews 12, verse 6 says, For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. Now, it doesn't say whom the Lord loves, he makes sick. It says, whom the Lord loves, he chastens or corrects. Now, what father would do that? What father would put sickness and disease on someone he loves? Most people who believe that their sickness um, is God's chastisement upon them have no idea why God is punishment. Chastisement, correction, discipline, punishment. There are 
People who believe that their sickness is God's chastisement, they're confused. They can't stand in faith for their healing because they don't. Un- they actually believe that God put it upon them, and they don't understand why He's punishing them. And if you believe this lie, right? If you actually believe that the sickness that you're dealing with in your body is God's punishment, why would you ever seek medical treatment? If you actually believed that God brought this upon you as a punishment, why would you ever seek medical treatment? If you believe this lie, you're going to blame the healer for the sickness that Satan put upon you. The truth from God's word is, Acts 10.38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, and he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Why were they sick? They were oppressed by the devil. It wasn't brought upon them by God. God actually anointed Jesus to go forth and heal everyone who was oppressed by the devil. So chastisement, we need to understand that chastisement, which is punishment, correction, discipline, it is not sickness. And chastisement is not something, it's not a sickness that God brings upon you. It's a discipline that he brings into your life. So we talked about affliction and chastisement. The next important word is suffering. Suffering. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. Many, but may the grace, may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Suffering. Let me ask you a question. Is it possible to suffer any other way other than sickness and disease? There, it absolutely is possible. In fact, the Apostle Paul, uh, he, he enumerated it in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, and also in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 25. He enumerated many different ways that he suffered for Christ that had nothing to do with sickness and disease. He listed reproaches, necessities, persecutions, distresses, stripes, imprisonments, tumults, labors, watchings, fastings, dishonor, and evil report among many ways that he suffered for Christ. So suffering for Christ is not synonymous with sickness and disease. And in fact, sickness and disease is an irresponsible way of interpreting sufferings. Because of the sufferings that Paul endured, this is what he said in 2 Timothy verse 4, or chapter 4, verse 8. He said, Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Why? Because of the sufferings that he endured. You're never going to receive a crown of righteousness for having been sick. Being sick does not earn you a crown of righteousness. Acts 5.41, they departed from, his pre- from the presence of the council, rejoicing 
that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Suffering for the name of Christ earns you a crown of righteousness. Just being sick earns you nothing. Certainly not a crown of righteousness. So the word suffering should never be interpreted as sickness and disease. And if it is, it is an irresponsible interpretation. Afflictions, chastisement, suffering, and the fourth and final word that we're going to talk about is the word infirmity or infirmities. This is uh, most famously brought to our attention from um, this famous passage of Scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10, where it talks about Paul's thorn in the flesh. The Scripture says, Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away, and each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses, so the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Where, first of all, where did Paul's thorn in the flesh come from? Well, the scripture answers the question. It is a messenger from Satan, verse 7. And what was the purpose of Paul's thorn? Verse 7 also tells us to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Now, infirmity can mean sickness and disease, but it does not always refer to sickness and disease. And the New Living Translation, which I'm reading from, is very consistent with the New American Standard Bible, which is considered the most scholarly Bible translation that we have. It's very consistent. And we find that sickness and disease, in this passage, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 7 through 10, sickness and disease are never used in this passage, in any translation. So to insert sickness and disease into this passage where the word infirmities is used would be a stretch. It would be uh, irresponsible intellectually and in every way. It's always in this passage translated as weakness or infirmity. The Apostle Paul is talking about a weakness that he's dealing with. There are two meanings from Greek to English for infirmity. One is sickness and disease, and the other is lack, inadequacy, and weakness. And I want to use another uh, a passage of Scripture from the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Speaking about this word infirmities, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. The King James says infirmities. The New King James says 
weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. So they're saying that we have a weakness, the Apostle Paul, a weakness, and the weakness is that I don't know how to pray as I ought. But the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So, and it says, now he who searches the hearts and knows the mind of the Spirit, uh, what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So when you have a weakness or an infirmity of not knowing how you should pray, God has given you an answer. The Spirit who makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Infirmities, in Romans chapter 8, is a weakness in prayer, not sickness and disease. And infirmities, in Romans chapter 12, dealing with Paul's thorn in the flesh, in no translation of the Bible is it ever translated sickness and disease. It would be in error and completely wrong to do so. So what was Paul's thorn in the flesh? It was a weakness. It was an infirmity. It was a real, persistent attack against his life and ministry, sent not to make him sick, but as verse 7 tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, to buffet him or to batter him, to torment him. Now, John, Jesus said in John 8, 32, you will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'm giving you truth today about four important words, affliction, chastisement, weakness, infirmities, suffering. I'm giving you truth today about those words. Truth liberates. Christ bore our sins and our diseases. Psalm 103, verses 2 and 3. Let us forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities and who heals all your diseases. That's truth from God's word, and it'll set you free. God wants to heal all who are sick just as much as he wants to save all who are sinful. The truth will make you free. Forget not all his benefits. Forgiveness of your sin and healing for your body. I've had the privilege to pray for people all over the world, lead people to Christ, pray for a sickness, pray for God's healing, deliverance, all of those things. And I want to give you the opportunity at the end of this episode, I'm going to pray for you, for your spiritual healing, and for your physical healing. Jesus does both an inside and an outside job. And if you'll trust in him for the healing of your soul, he will also bring healing to your body. 
I've seen it happen many times. I've prayed for people. People have come forward sick with disease and illness, and they prayed a prayer of salvation, and God not only healed their soul, He healed their body instantly at the same time. How do you pray that prayer of salvation? Well, the first thing you have to do is recognize that you've sinned. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. When I recognize my sin is killing me and it's killing those around me, and that the only way to peace is through faith in Jesus Christ, then I can repent of that sin, which is to change your mind, to come into agreement with the mind of God about your sin. Jesus said in Luke 13, 3, And you will perish too unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. So you recognize your sin, repent of your sin, and then receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. The Bible says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Just commit your heart to Him by faith. And that's the gospel message. The gospel message is this. God is holy by nature. And we, as humans, are sinful by nature. It's a condition that we're born into. And God took the initiative to remedy our condition. He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, who died on a cross to bridge the gap between the holiness of God and the unholiness of man. That whoever would call on His name would be saved. If you'd like to call on that name and put your faith and trust in Christ for not only the healing of of your soul, but the healing of your body, just repeat this prayer out loud after me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I admit that I sinned. And I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose from the grave to give me victory over sin and death. I confess my sinfulness. I repent and turn from my sin. Please forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart and make me a new person. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. I'm believing right now God is touching you spiritually and touching you physically in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer with me, I want you to go to my website at RevivalNow.com. Go to RevivalNow.com, and you'll find a big red button on the front page that says, I just got saved. Click that button, and it'll take you to a place where you can, um, you can view some video resources that I prepared for you to help you get started in your Christian life, and you can fill out your contact information. And if you fill out your contact information in its entirety, including your email address, I'm going to send some resources to you to help you get started in your Christian life. So go to RevivalNow.com. Click, I just got saved, and follow the prompts from there. I trust that this episode's been been a blessing to you. This episode's being brought to you by Valara with Active Pure Technology. If you'd like to know how you can get an FDA-approved NASA-used technology in your home, business, or car that reduces 99% of airborne and surface pathogens, including mold, fungus, bacteria, including staph, and viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, Email info for Valara at gmail.com. Thanks so much for taking this journey together with me through this episode. I appreciate every one of you that take the time to tune in 
uh, to these episodes. I trust that they're a blessing to you. Make sure you continue to tune in uh, because I'm not slowing down. I'm going to continue to teach the very truth and basics of God's Word because the truth will set you free when you know the truth. So until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.